This morning we'll draw our attention to the book of Genesis, chapter number 37, and we'll begin reading in verse number 3. The Bible says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was of the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. We'll skip down to verse number 22 of Genesis chapter number 37. The Bible says, And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brother brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty, and there was no water in it. We'll pray, Lord. Uh, we ask you, Lord, to touch us or touch the uh, Lord this message, Lord, how it goes out, uh, Lord, to your people. Uh, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would clear our hearts and clear our minds, Lord, in these days. Uh, Lord, and draw us closer to you. Uh, we ask you, Lord, to touch uh, all of our church family, Lord, that you administer them, Lord, in a special way. Uh, Lord, I ask you to help us in, in everything we do, Lord, to give you all the glory and honor and praise, Lord, that's due to your name. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. This morning we want to begin uh, looking into Genesis chapter number 37, and we want to look at the life of Joseph. And just for a few moments today, look at the trials of Joseph's life. When we come to Genesis chapter number 37, we come across a young teenager by the name of Joseph. When we began to study the life of Joseph and we read of his life, uh, we read of a life that is much like a heart monitor for there was high peaks in the life of Joseph, but however, yet there was also some low valleys uh, in the life of Joseph as well. For we find him in verse number three of Genesis chapter number 37, as he was loved. The Bible said, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was uh, uh, the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Then when we go down to verse number 24 of Genesis 37, we find that Joseph's life uh, is now is in one of those low valleys. We see that the Bible said, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty, and there was no water in it. When you and I began to look in the life of Joseph and began to study out the life of Joseph, we come to realize that character was deeply etched upon his heart. For it does not matter uh, what position Joseph was in, he was still faithful to God. He was still serving God. And we find not only was character etched upon his heart, but also strong conviction controlled the very behavior of Joseph. 
And we're living in a society today when men and women do not fear God. They do not want to give God any thought. They do not want to retain God. Well, that's not the case in Joseph's line. Joseph was one that was serving God. Joseph was one that uh, was faithful to God. And Joseph was one that would uh, surrender his life unto his Lord. We also see that during these chapters of Joseph's life, we see that God would put Joseph through a school of preparation for service. God would train Joseph just like he trained Moses, just like he trained Noah, just like he trained Abraham. Well, God would train Joseph as well uh, for his service. We look at the trials of Joseph's life. In the life of Joseph, we clearly, clearly see the divine providence of God. Many trials would Joseph have to endure to get where God wanted him to be in his life and where God wanted Joseph to be in serving him. But however, the many trials that Joseph went through, the uh, many low peaks that Joseph was in, as well as the high mountaintops, we find um, that the Lord never left the side of Joseph or if we take the word of God and flip over to Genesis chapter number 37 or 39, rather, we look in verse number two and the Bible said in the Lord was with Joseph, even there, even there in Genesis chapter number 37 and verse number 24, the Bible says, and they took him and cast him into a pit and the pit was empty. And there was no water in it, but yet. Joseph was still uh, in the presence of the Lord. The Lord had never left his side. And this morning, I'm thankful that you and I serve a God that will never leave our side. He said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'm thankful this morning that he is the friend that is closer than a brother, and Joseph no doubt experienced the Lord uh, in that manner. But when we look at Joseph's life, we find no doubt that it's evident that God never left him, for we just read in Genesis 39, and verse number 2, it says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. We go down to Genesis 39, verse number 21, But the Lord was with Joseph, and showed him mercy. I'm thankful we serve a merciful God. I'm thankful we serve a gracious God. And Joseph, through these trials and through these mountaintop experiences of his life, he got to experience the great mercy and the providence of his Lord. So let's look this morning and begin to uh, first of all, look at the trial of Joseph. Let's consider the trial of his foe. The trial of his foe. Notice here, if we go back to Genesis 37 and verse number 3 again, we'll read now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors 
Then we go down to verse number four. And the Bible said, And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, notice here, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Notice here these words, they hated him. This is talking about the brothers of Joseph. In other words, this morning they despised Joseph. But not only necessarily did they despise Joseph, but however they despised the relationship that Joseph had with the father. Does that not sound like our foe this morning? Well, who are you talking about, uh, preacher, our foe? We have no enemies. Well, my friend, we certainly do have an enemy, and it is Satan, and the devil is our enemy. He is our foe, and he despises he despise our relationship that we have with the Father. And if we look at Job's life, and we saw that uh, we saw that uh, the devil came and and, and 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 tempted Job. He stole from Job, but he got permission from the Lord first. But what the devil? He did not despise Job necessarily. He despised the relationship that Job had with the Lord. And our enemy this morning it despises our relationship that we have with the Lord. And our enemy will do everything in his might and in his strength to pull us apart and drag us apart uh, from our relationship with the Father. But I want to mention this morning, just do, do not let any trial do not let any uh any 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 uh pit experience any uh low valley experience pull you away from the father but allow it to draw you rather closer uh, to the Lord. And that's what we find Joseph here. And that's what we find Joseph when he was in these uh, uh, valleys in his life, when he was in the lowest point, it seemed, in his life, he allowed this time for his relationship with his father to not weaken, to not pull apart, but to rather draw closer and rather that relationship get stronger with the Lord. So this morning, you and I, what we can learn from Joseph's lives, first and foremost, is that when trials come, when troubles come, when we begin to experience that valley experience, you and I are to allow God, allow God, uh, allow God and give God the space to allow our relationship with him to get stronger and stronger with the Lord. Notice here we find not only the trial of his foe, they des they despised the relationship Joseph had with his father, and then not only that, but they despised uh, to destroy and to devour Joseph. They wanted to destroy Joseph. They wanted to they wanted to destroy and to devour Joseph. You remember what Peter wrote? Uh, he said, "Be sober, be vigilant, because." Uh, uh, the devil has a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. 
Notice here, devour. The enemy this morning wants to devour you, wants to devour me. But notice here we find that it's the same case in Joseph's life. And in Joseph's life, we find him that his brothers, they tried to slay him. So when we look at the trial of his foe, let's notice the slaying. Genesis chapter number 37 and verse number uh, 18. The Bible said, And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit, and we will say some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And here is the providence of God in the midst of the enemy seeking to devour Joseph's life. God would not allow that. For we find here in the midst of the the valley, this, this turn to the valley of Joseph's life, we find in the scriptures that our God would go and protect Joseph. I'm thankful for the providence of our Lord. Notice what it said in verse number 21 of Genesis chapter 37. And Reuben heard it, And he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. We find, we find even as bad as the enemy wanted to devour Joseph, as bad as the enemy wanted to slay Joseph, God was not going to allow that to happen in Joseph's life. Not only do we see the slaying, but notice here we see the selling. When they come to realize that they could not slay Joseph, they had to turn to another source, so therefore they put him up for sale. They put him up on the auction block. They tried to get him out of the way, get him out of the way. So notice here, we go to Genesis chapter 37 and verse number 27. And the Bible said it in verse 27, Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. Notice, And let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother, and our flesh and his brethren were content. So we find here that they sold Joseph in verse number 28 for 20 pieces of silver, and they brought Joseph unto Egypt. Now, we not only do we see the trial of his foe, they despised the relationship that Joseph had with the father. They wanted to destroy and to devour Joseph's life. They could not kill him, but therefore they sold him to uh, uh, the Ishmaelites. Then let's turn over to Genesis chapter number 39. Genesis chapter number 39. Now, not only do we see the trial of his foe, but let's look here real closely at the trial of his flesh. Genesis chapter 39, it says this, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And we find here 
we find here in the trial of his flesh, let's notice Potiphar's house. We notice here Joseph's position went from a son to a slave. Genesis chapter 37, Joseph was considered a son. Now in Genesis chapter 39, Joseph is considered to be a slave. Notice what it's saying. In verse 3, And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. You notice the testimony and the walk that Joseph had. Even though Joseph, even though Joseph was now a slave in Potiphar's house, he did not allow circumstances in his life to affect his service to the Lord. And therefore, he touched someone else's life. And my friend, this morning, you and I are are, are not to allow circumstances. You and I are, are not to allow uh, trials to affect our service because there's always someone watching us. There's always someone in our distance that has an eye on how we handle our problem. So here Joseph went from a son in Genesis 37 to a slave in Genesis 39, but therefore he was still faithful to the Lord. We notice here, why is that? Why is that? Some may ask, well, why is that? For we must realize that Joseph was not just a servant to Potiphar, but therefore First and foremost, he was a servant to the Lord. Notice here, we find not only the work of Joseph in verse number three, that his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. But we notice from Genesis chapter number 37, his brothers was against him. The enemy was working through his brothers. The enemy was working through his brothers. Now when we come to Genesis chapter number 39, the enemy is going to work through Potiphar's wife. The enemy is going to work through Potiphar's wife. Notice verse number 37. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast, cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. Notice verse number, uh, verse number 8 in chapter 39. Notice what it says. But he refused. He turned it down. He turned away from the temptation of sin. Did that stop the enemy? Did the enemy turn, 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 turn his back and just walk away? No, for notice what it said in verse number 10 of Genesis 39. And it came to pass as she spake to Joseph day by day that he, notice here, day by day, every day, that Potiphar's wife would cast her eyes upon Joseph. She spoke to him and said, lay with me day by day. So what does Joseph do? Notice what it said in verse 10, that he hearkened not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. That is the strength of Joseph's relationship with the Lord. That is the, that is the strength of his testimony the power of his testimony, the power of his Lord working through Joseph for the Lord never left Joseph. For in verse number two, and the Lord was with Joseph. Then notice how crooked we could say 
this morning that our enemy is. Notice how crooked our foe is this morning. He is trickery. He is a tricky foe. The Bible said in Genesis that he was more subtle than any beast of the field. That word subtle means crafty. Crafty. Notice here, verse number 12, and she caught him by his garment. Let's go back to verse 11. And it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business. And there was none of the men of the house there within. And notice what it said. And she caught him by his garment, saying, lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand, he and fled forth that she called unto the men of her house and spake unto them saying, see that thou hast brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us. And he came in unto them to lie with me. And I cried with a loud voice. Notice here how the enemy was crafty and how that it cast a lie upon Joseph. But notice here, not only do we see the trial of his foe, not only do we see the trial of his flesh, for she tempted his flesh, the flesh of Joseph. Notice here the trial of his faith. Notice here that Joseph, in verse number 20 of Genesis 39, and Joseph's master took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners was bound, and he was there in the prison. Look how Joseph got rewarded for righteousness. He was cast into prison. Sure, Joseph may have felt defeated and discouraged, but let's read verse number 21 of Genesis 39. Notice here. But the Lord was with Joseph. But the Lord was with Joseph. And can I tell you this morning, does not matter what kind of trial we're in today. Does not matter what kind of circumstance that you and I are in today. Can I tell you, my friend, that if you continue to trust in the Lord you will have strength from the Lord. The Lord will never leave you. The Lord has never left you. He was with Joseph day by day. Even though the enemy tempted him day by day, there was one that was bigger than the, than the enemy. The Lord was with Joseph day by day to strengthen Joseph and to encourage Joseph and to help Joseph. Now, Let's look at Psalms chapter number 105. Not only do we see the trial of his foe, the trial of his flesh, but the trial of his faith. You think about it this morning. Joseph went to, from Potiphar's house, where he held a good position in Potiphar's house, to being cast into prison. You think about it. Joseph just keeps getting lower and lower and lower. Genesis 37, he was cast into pit. Genesis 39, he was cast into prison. Man, it felt like Joseph just kept digging deeper and deeper in a pit. But God was with him. So the trial of his faith, his faith had to increase in the trials. His faith had to increase in these uncertain circumstances. You know what? You know what? During our trials, 
During our difficult days, we must allow our faith to increase. Notice here, Psalms chapter number 105 and verse number 17. It says, He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fitters. He was laid in iron until that time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The word of the Lord tried him. We find that through all of this, the trial or the trial of his flesh, the trial of his foe, the trial of his flesh, all of this was nothing but God's word tried him. God's word tried him. Or in other words, God's word put Joseph to the test. Put Joseph to the test to increase his faith and to decrease Joseph's flesh. You know what has to happen in my life and in your life this morning? If we're going to draw closer to the Lord in these last days, we must allow, we must allow God's test. We must allow God's trial that he puts us through and allows us to go through to increase our flesh, but if our, or increase our faith. And if our faith this morning, if our faith this morning is ever going to increase, for the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. And in these days, in these last days, if we are going to allow our, fla- our faith to increase, we must allow our flesh to decrease. For our flesh looks to circumstances in fear, and fear will block faith. Jesus told his disciples, fear not. Why? Because fear will get our eyes on the circumstance. See, Joseph, if he would allow flesh to work in his life, he would have looked at the pit in Genesis 37, and he would have said, what's the use of going on? Genesis 39, Joseph would have looked at the prison tied with chains, and he said, he could have said, what's the use to go on? What's the use to keep going for God? But Joseph, during these times in Genesis 37 and Genesis 38, Joseph was in a pit. Joseph was in prison. He allowed these circumstances in his life to draw him closer to God and to increase his faith. And through all this, his flesh was in a a steady decrease. His flesh was in a steady decrease, but his faith, was in a steady increase. And this morning, it's our prayers that our faith this day would be in a steady increase, a steady increase for the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. See, Joseph had to walk by faith in Genesis 37 through Genesis 39. He had to walk by faith. He had to serve God by faith. He had to walk by faith, serve by faith, work by faith. Just like you and I this morning, if we're going to serve the Lord in these last days, we got to walk by faith. We got to serve by faith. 
We got to work by faith. And we got to allow our flesh to decrease and allow our faith to increase in the Lord. We'll pray, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to open your word, Lord, and preach your blessed word. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the Bible. Lord, the encouragement, Lord, that we have in your word. Lord, I'm thankful we find in Joseph's life that you never left him. Lord, I'm thankful you will never leave us. Lord, I pray that we would allow our flesh to decrease and our faith to increase in these last days. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.